Excuse me. Excuse me. What in the world are you thinking? Me, Gene, the first thing you need to do is to tell these people to shut up if you want to hear what I got to say. Christmas has come and gone. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the New World Podcast presented to you from a Paper Saber universe. I am KMB the Sexy Ninja, and what a wild ride 2023 has been emotionally, physically, mentally, all of it in the bag. And we're talking about the December 25th edition of Raw, the best of 2023. We got 2024 on the way. And I was like, I was contemplating, I'm like, am I going to watch this? You know, it's just the best of stuff, blah, blah. I remember. The reason why I uh, uh, covered last year's best of best of is because they had some interviews that they did and they're very important. And I remember Cody being one of them too. And I was like, okay, you know what? I- I'm going to watch. I'm going to sit there and watch it. And I'm glad I did. I had a lot of fun with this show. It just made me think back of this whole year, man. We started off with the great Miz intro and you know, he's, he's like, Hey, we need to fest it up and you know, and everyone's enjoying their Christmas and the Miz is just having fun. And he he's had one rot, hell of a year as well. A lot of downs. But, you know, hopefully this 2024 year is good to the Miz because I love the Miz. And thank you for having such a wonderful intro. You know, we got two great hosts of the show. Uh, we have, uh, you know, they started off with um, Seth uh, Rollins versus AJ Styles. For the inaugural World Heavyweight Championship match at Night of Champions. And oh, that was such a good match to go back to. And what, you know, the, the highlight packages of that. And I had the DVD too. I, I looked at the DVD. I was like, ah. Oh, <laughs> I'm glad we're showing these matches, you know. So people who are like trying to catch up on WWE, you should watch the show. The evolution of all these things. And we got a Seth interview. And I'm really glad that I got to see the Seth interview. Because he's talking about, they asked him, I'm like, of course, we got to ask you about CM Punk. And he's like, man. He's, and they asked him, like, will he ever be in your good graces? Will he ever earn your respect? And he says, no, no, you know, and he says, uh, like, I, you know, he, he, that he's known that man for two decades. And out of the 10 years of those two decades, he's just really like CM Punk went from being like an idol and how we shouldn't meet our heroes. He's the prime example of that and everything like that. And, you know, it, it's one, of, it's, it's crazy because he's right. He's right. Punk shat. On WWE so hard when he was released, he went and did the Colt Cabana, the infamous Colt Cabana podcast, The Art of Wrestling, um, before their relationship was just destroyed. And you know he he re- revealed a lot, talked about you know like hey you know fucking Ryback and you know and he, working while he was sick and getting pulled a little bit into early and this and that and you know it's. And then shitting more than going to AEW and then making fun of WWE, you know, buy two for one special WrestleManias, you know, whatever. You know, he he has done all of that. And Seth has his has his right to not like punk. You know, in real life, he, he has his right to be like, yeah, dude. Because I went back to my CM Punk uh, when after the medium scrum, you know, the infamous, you know, 
after AEW, after having one hell of a match and <laughs> the way he just lets loose and talks shit about Cole Cabana, I, I was a little furious too, you know, as a person that loves this business and whatnot and who respects this business. And I've always had that problem when every, anybody that gets to AEW, they, all they do is talk shit about WWE and their experience. And yeah, it's, but on them too, it, it is true. Like, you got to look at the back and forth, uh, the back and forth of the of it, you know, like Punk, you know, like I think I posted the clip of where he said that, yeah, Vince told him, like, hey, you're wrestling Brock at SummerSlam. He goes, oh, okay, well, you know, what, 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 am I going to win? He goes, no, Brock's going over. He goes, okay, is Brock going to be on Raw? No. Well, fuck, man. I lose to the Rock, he goes away. I lose the Taker, he goes away. I lose the Brock, he goes away. What the fuck, man? <laughs> Where, where's my stock? It's going down. So there was frustration. So if you look at both sides of the fence, but I also look at Seth as a role model for this new age, a role model of respecting the business the way it is. And he is somebody that respects the business all the way to back in his days as a, you know, in ring of honor and stuff like that. So I understand where Seth's coming from. I also understand that business is business, brother, whether we like it or not. And don't come on. When, Punk showed up at Survivor Series. That was huge. A moment that we will remember forever. That camera pulling back from the War Games cage. And, you know, the little WWE logo like, all right, we're signing off. Randy Orton's back. Life is good. And like, what the fuck? The what the fuck's heard around the world. A moment forever. And uh, me and my wife shared that moment when he came back. It was such as, like, I ordered, I for Christmas, I, I ordered her uh, the... Hell has frozen over shirt, the punk shirt that uh, just was uh, um, released this year. And just because she loves punk and I, I, I got her the shirt. I was going to give me one too, but I was like, yeah, you know what? I got too many shirts and I got more shirts this year for Christmas. So I was like, okay, you know, I need to calm down and maybe go through some shirts. But I got her the Hell has frozen over shirt and it's not here yet. As of right now, it's December 26th, uh, the day after Christmas. And it's not here yet. I pre-ordered this bitch like as soon as it went up, but... It was a pre-order as well, and I understand the holidays. <laughs> it, it, it is what it is. But I we we got most of our packages this year, so I am thankful for that. So one out of every out of everything we've ordered online, thankfully, and thank you to all the mailmen and you know Prime people and everyone that's delivering all these packages. I know this is probably one tough year. At the end of the year, is always a tough year for everybody because uh, you know sleepless nights and getting packages out there and everything. I thank you. I thank you. Um, you know, and then after that, we have the Alpha Academy, WWE shop, you know, kind of plug, but Tazawa, look at Tazawa's here. The man has gone from just being like here, 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 then being placed in the Alpha Academy, you know, and he's getting nasty. Oh, he's getting nasty with that dance and how that dance got a little viral. You know, it, it's pretty cool to see Tazawa, uh, get some love here. And then they got a big show tonight at uh, Madison Square Garden in New York. The big garden show. So I wish we could watch those shows, man. I wish WWE was like, if you sign up for Peacock and pay a little bit extra more, you can see the live shows. But, you know, these are shows where the the wrestlers can have fun. Uh, They can uh, try new things out. So I understand why they don't air these these shows. Uh, Jay Cargill, you know, talking about her. She's here in WWE. I saw this great... I saw this great thing someone put up. It's like, the reason why Jade has not debuted yet 
is because WWE is teaching her the right way to wrestle and not what Tony Khan did with her. <laughs> I was like, ah, yeah. I, I don't I don't think of any Jade Cargill match that really pops out of my brain. Maybe her last one. You know, sharpening them tools as best as you can and just being thrown in there. But, you know, she's getting the proper tools now. And I think, and I know she will debut at the Royal Rumble. Jade Cargill is here and she's a major threat. And speaking of major threats, talk about a, a contender for match of the year. My favorite match, Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley at WrestleMania. Oh, my God. I, I, I want to go back and listen to those reviews because I remember, like, they're... Their night and day. <laughs> WrestleMania night one was fantastic. WrestleMania night two was okay. And the disappointing ending with <laughs> Cody. And I even recorded myself watching the Roman Reigns and Cody match and being like, woohoo! Then at the end of it, I'm like, fucking Roman Reigns. <laughs> but this was the highlight of that weekend, man. Next to the Sammy and um, Kevin winning the tag team championships from the Usos. Charlotte and Rhea, if you watch this, I, after re-watching this today, I was like, holy shit, man. This is a match of the year contender. Like, these two beat the shit out of each other. And that great moment after Rhea wins and they cut to Charlotte, she's on the floor. She just has this big smile on her face like, damn it, kid. We accomplished something, and we accomplished something great. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so good. Rhea, she's got her big match against uh, Ivy Nile next week on day one. And we got a crazy next week. Crazy next week for WWE. Um, I, I'm excited to see Rhea versus uh, Ivy. Uh, I I'm, I'm really excited to see Rhea versus Ivy, man. So, it, you know, even though we're getting all this stuff here... Um, yeah, it, it, it's just nice to just go back and look at this year. Like, Logan, the next one was Logan Paul and Ricochet's feud at SummerSlam. You know, they, they this was just packaged up. But when Logan made Samantha say his name as the winner, ah, uh, man, that, that was the ice. That was the cherry on top of that feud. And you know that feud is not over. They had the great moments of uh, the at the Royal Rumble when they went smack to each other and everything, like jumping off rope rope and off the top rope. And uh, Logan winning the United States Championship. Like it or not, man, WWE Logan is the shit. Outside Logan, I don't know. I don't, I don't mess with him. <laughs> then we have Bad Bunny versus Damian Priest at a Backlash uh, in a San Juan street fight. Oh, so fun to watch this match again. And the, the big return, Carlito. Talk about returns this year. Carlito return to WWE. And uh, during this Bad Bunny versus Damian Priest match and Man Judgment Day, everything just you know chaos. Uh, such a fun match. Uh, we got a little bit of the WWE community and what they do, Make a Wish Foundations and all that. You know, I appreciate WWE does a lot in the community. You know, especially when around Christmas time and stuff like that for the troops. So I appreciate what WWE does on that aspect a lot, a lot. And we got the New Day reflecting on 2023. And one of their segments made me laugh is Big Meaty Men Slapping Meat. <laughs> Talking about a Bronson Reed and an Ivar and everything like that. Big Meaty Men Slapping Meat. <laughs> one of those things that came out of this year. <laughs> that even, I've seen a t-shirt. I got to get this shirt because I remember when I heard this for the first time. Uh, I, I, can't, who, I can't remember who said it. Was it Wade Barrett? Was it Booker T.? Somebody said this line and it just, it was like hook, line, and sinker. 
Uh, I, mean, I think it was Wade. I think it was Wade Barrett. Uh, if I'm wrong, comment below. But man, I remember when that statement was made, big meaty men slapping meat. Uh, tag team and the, the status of it, what we got for the New Day, um, the big hits, like who, whose hit you don't want to go to, uh, Tozawa, showing some love to Tozawa, getting nasty, the women's division uh, evolving, you know, how, how we got a lot of things coming up, like there's a lot of a lot of things on the horizon, and I'm hoping one of them is Tiffany Stratton, I want her on the main roster, and I want her to debut at the Royal Rumble I'm like, please, please, please give me some Tiffany. Give me some Tiffy time at the Royal Rumble. And then we go into um, uh, Raw. You remember this match? Chad Gable versus Gunther for the Intercontinental Championship. Oh, so good. So good. This is this this was another contender for match of the year. I remember being and then then Chad's family and everything, man. They these two tore it up, but the ring general. Got the upper hand because it's Gunther. <laughs> Paul Heyman reflecting on Roman Reigns' uh, 1,212 days as champion. He's talking about Roman Reigns doing a, a three-peat at WrestleMania again. It's It's been a long road with Roman, you know. And like him or hate him or, you know, whatever you want to, he's the tribal chief and he is he's planted his flag into WWE as being the mainstay and, you know, going... And if you look at Roman's evolution, how he was shoved down our throats all the way till now, and I look back and reflect on those podcasts, well, I we, I hated Roman. No? I'm like, this is the guy. This is the guy that's been trying to slowly peel away all the big dog and everything like that. The tribal chief and, like, when Paul was teamed up with Roman, that changed everything. And when he became the tribal chief, and the great bloodline story. It, 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 such good stuff, man. Uh, we had a Cody interview. He's got a big match. Uh, well, not, does he have a match next week? I don't remember. He has a, oh, he has a big rivalry right now with Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, him and Cody reflects on this year. And, you know, he's talking about his, one of his favorite moments was the Jay and Cody press conference. Yeet, yeet. He's like, we had a little in the back on the bus before we came out here, you know. And Cody says, yes. You know, yes, uh, I try to maintain myself. I try to uh, uh, compose myself and stuff like that. And when I do interviews and stuff, he goes, but that it was just a moment they had to celebrate winning them tag team championships, man. And, you know, <laughs> you, if you want, go back and watch that, it's so much fun just because you could tell they're, they're out of their minds a little bit. <laughs> uh, but uh, we got Cody versus Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam, another huge match and huge like I remember, I had to watch SummerSlam the day the day after because I was at work, and with SummerSlam, it's such a big time of the year because it's me and my wife's anniversary. Uh, she didn't watch it; she waited until to watch it the next day with me because they, WWE go back to Sundays, please, please, please. <laughs> but Cody versus Brock at SummerSlam, and that great moment at the end of that match after Cody wins, this was the rubber match. Cody beats Brock, and Brock does something that. I've never seen done. He brings in Cody for a hug. Even Cody's like, oh shit, what's going on? And then he puts up his hand and Cody's like, oh, you got the endorsement of the beast. The beast has given you his endorsement. And it was a huge moment for me as a wrestling fan because Cody Rhodes has, uh, has been the hell and back. And he's in, and he came back at uh, WrestleMania against Seth all the way up till now. He's had, he's had a great run. 
And this rivalry with Brock was, was, was super fun. You know, Cody got one, Brock got one, and it, it was the big payoff at SummerSlam. In Detroit, uh, they have a Becky versus Tiffany package for the NXT Championship. Uh, Becky beat Tiffany, but they, some of my favorite matches right there with Becky and Tiffany, especially at, a, I believe, it was No Mercy between the two at the rematch. Um, Tiffany Stratton, I, I'm excited to see her move up. I'm very excited to see her move up. We get a Becky interview. You know, she talks about home life a little bit. And it's kind of weird because if you look in the background, uh, you look at the stockings, one of them says Rebecca. I'm like, oh, who's that for? And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's Becky's real name. <laughs> She's got a book coming out, too, next year that I'm very excited about. But I like what she says. She goes, yeah, she goes, I'm the shopper. And then Seth is the guy that puts things together, but he's still putting them together. Look at it. I was like, I, I understand that 100%. My wife's the shopper. She buys the things and all this and that. And I'm the guy that's like trying to put it together and get the instructions. And I'm like, ah. <laughs> so it's really cool to, you know, you come down to earth and you realize like these guys are just people as you, even though I, I put them on such pedestals of gods and whatnot. And, you know, rightfully so. And I do that with a lot of artists, like a music and stuff like that like every artist i've ever met especially with music i'm like dude i wish i could do what you do you're you know keep doing you and they're always like dude you're being too humble no man you you you're the shit you know and i love telling people that that do this kind of thing and i love you know giving flowers when it's when it's due and i and i i look at all these wrestlers here in wwe and AEW and across the board that put in work to entertain us so thank you thank you uh we go to the um Raw with Trish Stratus versus Becky Lynch in a steel cage. The blow-off match. The final end to the storyline, which I was happy ended. <laughs> Great steel cage match, but I was like, get this story out of here. I, I was not vibing with it from the beginning. You know, the whole Lita thing. And then, uh, you know, I, I, I this was the match that I really liked because this storyline was over. <laughs> Finito. Gone. See you later. <laughs> Adam uh, Pierce is back backstage, quotations, uh, Chelsea. She's uh, shows up and she's like, hey, you know, they're doing all these highlights and everything. Where's my highlight, huh? And then uh, Adam's like, you're right, you're right. We got one for you. Showing uh, a Chelsea montage over here of just losing, 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 losing. And I'm like, Chelsea deserves better. And I mean that 1,000%. Chelsea deserves better. Chelsea Green is the shit. I mean that. I mean that 1,000. I mean that 3,000. Chelsea Green, I love you. I hope you have a big year next year because you deserve the world. Huge fan, if you didn't know. If you didn't know, <laughs> I love Chelsea Green. She even uh, retweeted one of my tweets when I was like, she got robbed when they lost those tag team titles. And I mean that. I still mean that. Shout out to Chelsea. <laughs> R-Truth comes in after she leaves because she's going to go talk to management. Um... And what a, what a year for our truth to come back. This whole Judgment Day thing has been so great and silly. You know, just showing up in their clubhouses and everything. Uh, we get a Jay Uso interview, and man, he's had one hell of a year as well. You know, all the way from the Bloodline, then losing the tag team titles, then the big match with him and Roman at SummerSlam, and then Jimmy like uh, betraying him. And they ask him, like, "How's you know, how's Christmas?" He goes, "Yeah, there's a little bit of a family feud going on here." You know, and the yeet movement, if you want to call it that. And that crowd, when he comes out, he got some bouncing like he's at a concert and stuff like that. Uh, big things for Jay Uso. And I can't wait to see where main event Jay Uso, where does he go from here to the top? Strap the rocket on him. 
We got a Judgment Day package before the main event of the show uh, gets aired. And, uh, yeah, the Judgment Day, uh, like, <laughs> they've been dominant with Rhea. Dom, Dom's big year. Dominic Mysterio going from Ray's son to being Dominic Mysterio and getting the booze and everything like that and having mommy time and everything. Oh, and then Finn and Damian, man, tag team champions. And then, ah, it's just that great moment when they were all dripping gold. You know, I think I have one of those as a, as a picture of, um, as the thumbnail of one of, one of the shows. But man, such, such a year for the Judgment Day. And they're going to go in and still dominate 2024. And Rhea Ripley's got that big match next week. So day one, baby. And they got a lineup too, man. They got uh, Raw day one. Then they got NXT New Year's Evil. Then they have uh, SmackDown New Year's Revolution. It's going to be one hell of a week to enter 2024. Now the men's war games match. The Judgment Day with uh, Drew McIntyre versus Sammy, uh, Seth, Cody, and Jay. And Randy's big return. Randy Orton. Oh, it was really fun to see. They didn't show the entire match. They showed when um, uh, Drew got in so he can get his hands on Jay. That was the whole like reason why he was helping the Judgment Day. Why he made the deal with Mommy and everything like that. Uh, just to get his hands on Jay Uso. Randy comes in at the last minute. Boom. They, they just brawl it out. Big fight. I will still say the women's war games match was a little bit better, just in my opinion. But after a big win with Sammy, Randy, Seth, and Cody, and Jay, and everyone's celebrating. And then we cut to CM Punk is back in WWE, cutting that great promo, you know, saying I'm home. And here I, I've heard many opinions on this and like um, Bully Ray. I saw Bully Ray when he's like, I can't believe this man saying I'm home when he shat all over this company for so long. But I think tides have turned. Hell has frozen over him and Triple H are at a better place than they've been in a long time. Ten years gone and everything like that. And then remember when he came back for uh, for a little bit on Fox and he's like, yeah, bitches, Fox is paying the bills, not you, WWE. So I can say whatever the hell I want. Causing more friction. But now I think we're this is the redemption of CM Punk. You know, he had a great run. I that last run in AEW was probably one of my favorites. I got to see him and Samoa Joe in the ring, you know, and especially at all in and everything like that. One, oh, so good, man. Like, ugh, I can't wait to see what 2024 holds for CM Punk. And I heard uh that he's having his first match at Madison Square Garden tonight. I don't know if that's true or not, but I I'll report on it once uh once I get, once I hear because that's a that's a big that's big in the garden. CM Punk. <laughs> All right, y'all. Uh, tell me what you thought of uh, December twenty fifth, the Christmas edition, the best of edition of twenty twenty three Monday Night Raw in the bag. Then we go on to NXT. Then we go on to SmackDown Best Of. Can't wait to see the match line up there so I can relive these memories. And as we go, um, tell me, how was your 2023? Mine mine was emotionally just all over the place, mentally, all physically, everything. You know, two, two big losses in my life. And uh, that was, oh, that was one thing, too, that I, I was like, Bray Wyatt wasn't showing some love here. And I was like, he should have got some love, man. I, maybe he's going to get on SmackDown. Hopefully, you know, we've had a lot of losses this year in the in the business and a lot of loss in my life, too. So it, it's been a rough year. Hopefully 2024 is, is a lot better. Hopefully. And I had a, a very emotional Christmas with my family. Uh, you know, it's our first year without my uh, my grandfather, my Che. And it, 
you know, it, he was there, but it, it was hard. You know, uh, our first year without him, you know, he passed away this past September. So it, it's, it's, it's crazy. And it, this is why I, I think I really enjoyed the best of 2023. Give me, giving me those moments that, that kept, that kept me going, that kept me moving forward, entertaining us, you know, entertaining me to keep moving forward and, uh, keep moving on. So, uh, Nothing but love and respect to everybody. I hope you've had a good 2023. I hope you enjoyed this Monday Night Raw. I hope you've enjoyed going down memory lane. Now let's get to the best of 2023 with SmackDown. Uh, they're going to show the Cody Roman match. And I'm going to watch that match. And I'm probably going to get disappointed again in the end. Be like. <laughs> um, but that's it. That's all. Like and subscribe. Share with your grandma. Share with your grandpa. Share with the bum down at Walmart. I am KMB, the sexy ninja. And remember. And remember this, the New World Podcast is for life, brother. It's been 10 years of him doing the opposite of earning my respect. I had a lot of respect for this guy. Um, I put him on a pedestal in a lot of ways. 